Hello and welcome to the new podcast, A Sailor and a Philosopher Walk Into a Bar. Here we've got Louise and Vieta. We've been friends since middle school. And in this podcast, we get together and we just talk about all the crazy things that are happening in the world and all the bizarre ways that despite our very different career paths, uh, we have kind of ended up on similar tracks today. Enjoy. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what the hell are we doing? I don't know. That's a good question. I had uh, <laughs> one of my friends today actually asked me if I want to do a podcast with her. And I was like, yeah, what are we doing? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she she has more of an idea. She wants to do like because she she listens to a lot of like true crime and like creepy stuff podcasts. So she wants to do that, and that'll that'll be different. She can take the lead on that. So, <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, yeah. so I mean, I guess we we're kind of gonna do like current events and like personal stuff, right? Uh, yeah, or- that sounds. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> okay. I don't know. What 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 current events do you want to talk about? <laughs> um, I mean the world is on fire in a variety of ways. It, it it's true, it is. So <laughs> I mean so many options. <laughs> well we could do um school reopenings unless it's too rough for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a natural place to go right now. Okay. Well, so personally, I think I'm like 99% decided that I'm going to homeschool uh, Catherine and like, I mean, actual homeschool, not like this weird distance learning shit that they're doing because um, that was a disaster last time. And I, I, I get that they're trying to be better this time. Like, I don't have anything against like public school or anything. Um, I just, I, I, I just genuinely enjoy teaching my daughter. So and and I've never had the um the time to be able to before and now I do. But it's weird because now I go to like homeschooling Facebook groups and everyone's a conspiracy theorist and <laughs> I don't know I don't know where I belong in all this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like that's not the necessarily like the conspiracy part, but like whenever you enter a world like that and you're just like, Wow, these people are really different <laughs> than me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I was prepared for that. I was I've just always been like, oh, I want to homeschool my daughter. I want to like I want to teach her things. I like teaching her things. And then everyone else is like, the school is trying to make our children slaves. And I was like, <laughs> 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 So I'm just I guess I'm just trying to find my place in all this. I don't know. <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I wish that I had options like that, because <laughs> right, I'm I'm at a university that yeah. thinks it's a moral challenge to have school in person, independent of whether that's actually a good idea for anyone's health or if people are going to die or anything like that. None of that matters. What matters is that we're depriving the youth if we don't give them in-person classes. Really? That's that's the stance they're taking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we real bold. We published about it in the New York Times. We did. 
So that's great. So far, it's going horribly. We we crashed and burned at the beginning of the term, and instead of immediately sending everyone home, like uh, that's what University of North Carolina uh, ended up doing. Like they crashed and burned similarly to us. In fact, mm-hmm. our numbers were slightly worse than theirs. Um, if you yeah. factor in, like they're a bigger school than us, but they. Yeah. They were just like, screw this, we're sending you all home, <laughs> this isn't our problem. <laughs> and my school was like, well, let's do a little lockdown for two weeks. And see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how long has it been? Are you guys at two weeks now? It's yeah. been a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're wrapping it up here this Friday, so... I mean, we made that decision within 24 hours. So we oh, had wow. the news went live at five o'clock on a Tuesday. And my professor started teaching his different classes. I'm just a TA. So he had his first class of the day at like 10 a.m. on Wednesday. <laughs> so he had like five minutes to flip that switch. And then my class is at um, one. And he went to the classroom and, like, Zoomed, like, live-Zoomed the class, but he doesn't like showing his face, so you could only see the top of his forehead for the hour <laughs> long lecture. <laughs> so, that was great. Oh, wow. That's hilarious. We got Why don't you just turn the camera off, then, at that point? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you just need to think of him as a podcast that he just doesn't know how to turn the camera off. Like, <laughs> couldn't he have done like a screen share thing where he like put up a PowerPoint or I don't know, like a picture of a pony, so- something other than his forehead? Like, <laughs> there are literally so many options for what this man could have done. <laughs> but he's not interested in that. So, oh god. <laughs> I mean, the one redeeming thing is, like, he's a pretty good lecturer, so, you know, the, the content is still there. It's just okay. bizarre to have it, like, disembodied. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's awesome. How long, uh, how long is the, are, are the Zoom meetings, and, like, how often? <laughs> well, so because he was put on the spot, he decided to do a live Zoom one, so that, oh, okay. that was... <laughs> like the full hour that class normally is yeah. but he switched gears so his default pandemic style is to record himself giving the lecture while you look at a wall yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he's gone back to that in those cases the recording you listen to is only like 15 or 30 minutes yeah so those are a little bit easier to work with but same problem, just like this is the least human possible to have a philosophy class. <laughs> right. <laughs> so tons of fun, very stressful. But we got this really ominous email tonight that like reported to, I think it was to the entire student body as well as like staff and everything that at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, our president is going to announce something to us. we don't know what (laughs) (laughs) oh man but like a lot of the students are placing bets about what's gonna happen (laughs) 
There's a, a Reddit. I don't know. I'm not normally a Reddit person, but there's a Reddit for my institution, and I have just been eating up every single post. <laughs> Oh, I've been doing that with the, with the security guards Reddit. It's just like hilarious, <laughs> I guess. Nice. Yeah, I had to figure out how Reddit worked. I was like, "What's an upvote? Like, what's happening?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of it is just kind of like an old school forum, just like we had when we were, you know, young middle schoolers. I guess on Gaia Online <laughs> or like right. or right. ne- oh Neopets, Neopets. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, Neopets. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, so I was asking about, like, the Zoom lengths because, um, so my friend's daughter was over here, um, yesterday, and, um, shoot, yeah, because she had to go back to work, and that's, like, a whole nother thing entirely, but, yeah, so her daughter was over here, and her daughter has started kindergarten over Zoom, and (laughs) it's going about as well as, uh, you'd probably expect, and... And, um, what is it? Yeah, so they're they're starting out with one-hour Zooms daily, and they're trying to work up to two-hour Zooms daily for kindergartners, and I don't see that going over very well, if at all. <laughs> Why? Why are they starting one-hour increments? I can barely focus for an hour. Why are they doing? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You should do like ten minute zooms like twice a day, like and work on that. <laughs> and that's what like I know um for for Catherine's school that's that's what they said was um well I don't know if they're going up to two hours, but it was definitely gonna be like one hour zooms daily. And I was like, that's gonna be hard because we were doing one hour zooms weekly last school year and that was already a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah kids in zoom is hard i mean eight the 18 year olds in in my course are like i can tell like they all get it <laughs> they don't want any part of it i think i think as a grad student i i have a little bit more of a tolerance and i really really enjoy not leaving my house yeah so the badness is just kind of balanced out but for kids, this has got to be, like, a special kind of hell. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and then when my uh, when my, when my my class shifted online, we were doing, like, one or two hour. We were, we were using Google Classroom, but, like, you know, same deal. Like, one or two hours, like, every day. And I just couldn't handle it. I was like, I'm done, dude. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying out on Zoom. You can, like, turn off seeing yourself mm-hmm. and like that seems a little bit better to me because like I love looking at myself <laughs> so like I I zoom with um one of our mutual friends Sally and like I'll be if I get to the computer and like I'm closer to the um camera I'll be like oh my god what's wrong with my parts and start playing with my hair I'd be like, why are my teeth so yellow? And like, not listening to anything. <laughs> so, um, turning that off, I think, is a good way for me to stay a little more focused. But yeah, I just, I think, I just genuinely need like a classroom environment for me to be accountable 
because otherwise I'm just sitting here fucking off either on my phone or I realize, oh, now is a great time to go put away laundry like I've been trying to do for two weeks. Like, <laughs> right now, during this one-hour-long class, this is when I need to do laundry. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard. It's definitely hard. I think I think some of my shit from grad school has helped. Like, I'm just used to like suffering for long periods. Of time. <laughs> yes. So. But yeah, I think anybody that hates schools is like the worst possible combination because it's like all the yucky parts and like none of the fun parts. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, my, the, the, the homeschool group that I'm in, like, it's not all conspiracy theorists, like, I mean, there's just some genuinely, like, enlightening information, and they're, they, they, they talk about, like, how, how long homeschool should be, like, at different ages, and, like, for kindergartners, it should be, like, you know, about an hour long, or whatever, and you can teach them whatever they need for that day in that hour, and, and I just kind of realized how much of, like, actual, like, you know, like, physical school is just, like, filler for the kids to just be there while the parents are at work, it seems like. I don't know. I mean, like, I'll, I mean, I, I, like, there's the social aspect, and that's, that's good. Like, that's part of why I sent my daughter to public school in the first place. But, like, now she doesn't even get that. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, that that definitely seems right. I think things get more complicated as the kids get older. Cause like, if, yeah, like something in my brain the other day brought out like the phrase the quadratic equation. <laughs> I was thinking about that this morning for no good reason. <laughs> I don't remember what that is, but I was like, if you had to solve a quadratic equation, and I was like, where the hell has that been living? <laughs> But, I mean, I think it would be harder for me to try to go back into some of the subjects that were, like, the worst for me, which, I mean, that happened probably more in high school than in middle school. Yeah. Um, that could be a challenge, but there's a lot of stupid stuff in an ordinary school day. And, like, if you have cool friends, that can be awesome. But I never had cool friends. Hey. I mean, I had, in middle school, <laughs> you were tight. Like, that was the best friend group I ever had. It was like you and me and Caitlin and Sally and maybe Anastasia, but she just started fights, so. <laughs> wow. So I was thinking the other day, do you ever go back and remember how we used to just like beat the shit out of each other for fun? Yeah. Because I think about that a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know anyone who, I don't know anyone who else who like gave their friends scars for fun. It was just us. <laughs> I know. What the hell were we doing? <laughs> I know. Why did no adults stop us? <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to my therapist yesterday about yesterday about how I didn't really have friends until <clears throat> until you guys in middle school and she's like, "Oh, like um, you know, like why do you think that was?" And I was like, "Oh, well, you know, like my my middle school friends, they're just like the weird kids and I just kind of fit in." She was like, "What what do you mean the weird kids?" And I was like, "Look, if you don't get it, I'm not I can't explain it to you." <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I cannot 
<laughs> I don't even try to explain it to most people. I'm just like the one good friend group I had was in middle school, <laughs> and you know we we all turned out pretty odd. <laughs> yeah, but, even as adults, we're kind of quirky, but like like a good kind. I think we're not like serial killers or anything. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. None of us like succumb to drugs or alcohol, which I think was a natural place for all of us to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yay us for I mean I guess I don't track all of us super well. I'm not I'm not incredibly sure about what happened to Amy. She's and... like on and off Facebook. Like I just don't I don't know. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's I know she got some like complex mental health things and usually when I know that about people I just let them be doing whatever they want and I don't expect nothing from them and <laughs> it's is good. <laughs> But yeah. I feel bad because she lives close to me, but I've never gotten to see her. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, it was like that whole time I was in Virginia and I never went to see um, Caitlin Smith. Or, wait, it was like one time, one time we met up and it was literally because Justin was in town for uh, Disney on Ice. Because he was like the understudy for Prince Naveen. <laughs> it was like... Yeah, it's weird what like actually gets people to come back together. <laughs> but right? Amy and I have never had any reason to I mean, other than like I take the train through her town occasionally. <laughs> but she lives in a very depressing part of my state. So <laughs> it's not there's there's no draw that I tried to invite her out here, but you know that's never gonna happen so oh, <laughs> yeah I think I I think I always thought like me and Amy were probably like the most unlikely to have kids out of all of us and here we are <laughs> <laughs> and her kid like legitimately just like looks just like her and it's like the best thing ever that is so true it's like yeah. a tiny chubby version of her it's like the cutest <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's pretty wild I mean I thought I always thought Sally was the least likely of any of us I mean I guess I didn't know Sally that well like it like in middle school I was I, I always thought she was like the most normal out of all of us oh I mean I guess I still do <laughs> that's not true <laughs> <laughs> no she just had like really strong ideas about like she didn't want to do any of those kinds of things Oh, okay. Um, I think maybe now, later in life, she's a little more open to some of those, some of that stuff, but uh, yeah. back in the day, she was like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want kids. Um, I thought I wanted to be a teacher so I could just teach other people's kids, and now it's just the complete opposite. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I like my kid, nobody else's. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I still like kids, you know, like, and ideally, I, I think I want more, but I, I don't know if it's, I don't want to say it's too late, but I, like, for me, I feel like I, I, I wanted my kids close in age, and now Catherine's, like, eight, and it feels kind of, like, late. <laughs> well, you could always adopt, I mean. I guess I could, yeah. There yeah. are children of your daughter's age that need parents. <laughs> That's true. Wow. <laughs> 
That's my family solution because we are notoriously bad at creating babies. <laughs> we just get tired of trying and adopt people. <laughs> oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you meant you guys have trouble conceiving or you guys have trouble create like conceiving quality humans. Any <laughs> like... <laughs> humans that we can't we can't even manage the less quality one. <laughs> so it's really complicated if I like try to explain like that part of my family because it's like well half of them are blood and half of them are adopted and my family doesn't really make big distinctions so like it's like a fun fact but it can be like easy to get confused about who's what and like I remember it better by the horror stories of my family members meeting their biological parents. Oh, no. Because I think that didn't go well for any any of the adopted people in my family. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, my oldest sister is adopted, and she still lives in the Philippines. And then I, I just don't know how to explain that to people. And I just, so I just don't. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I have two sisters. Let's move on. <laughs> like... Did she ever like live in the states? No. So I guess that was the that was the thing. Um, <clears throat> was when we when we came to the states, there was like a whole like thing about how she was adopted, and like there was like this paperwork that needed to get done, and my parents would have had to go back to the Philippines to like take care of stuff and we never had the money to like be able to go do that so gotcha. yeah so uh my grandma raised her in the philippines gotcha yeah i could see why a lot of people would just like have tuned out <laughs> like what yeah so i just don't bother <laughs> like... uh, yeah i don't i don't have any secret siblings i'm an only child which was a good call for my does Catherine want like a brother or sister? Oh or yeah, definitely. Non-binary. I don't. How do you deal with this? Like, uh, does she want That's another human? <laughs> does she want another human? Yeah, yeah, she does. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should work a bit at the uh, getting a partner department if you want to go the on natural route. Uh. No, I mean, that's the thing. I just don't want to be with anyone. Like, I'm at a point where it's just too emotionally exhausting to, like, f I don't know. I just want I just want to work on, like, my personal goals, and then if someone comes along, that's fine. But I'm, like, I mean, I was on Tinder or on Hinge or whatever, and I was, like, this is, like, I don't like this. And even when people would message me, I would ghost them. <laughs> so... <laughs> Sounds like that's not the project for you. <laughs> no, no, I think I'm just gonna hit it really hardcore on this farm thing, and um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, farm boys are supposed to be a thing. Yeah, farm something like that. Women. I don't know. <laughs> what would you say? Farm women. Yeah, something. I don't know. Oh man. <laughs> so do we have other current events to talk about? I don't know. What other things do you want to talk about? Cause there's 
I mean, I guess there was that other shooting in Wisconsin that I don't even think I want to touch because I don't have all the facts. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's but, a problem in general, I think. With, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the in general, trying to discuss and do justice to issues surrounding, like, Black Lives Matter and these kind of topics, it feels like in order to say things competently, you have to do a lot of homework and sort through a bunch of like problems of like who you know how do you know this who are you listening to like you better be listening to black people or minority or I don't right. know I, I learned recently I'm not supposed to say the word minority oh okay so I'm supposed to say black indigenous BIPOC I think because oh, is that what is that what that is? I I keep seeing BIPOC, and I was like, I don't know what that is, and I guess I'll Google it later, and then I just don't. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be Black Indigenous person of color. person of color, yeah. Um, but I get I get pretty confused. I mean, I think I think minority is supposed to be problematic because it's kind of it's a, there's some suggestion that these these are lesser people, right? Okay, majority, which is. I mean, that's actually kind of connected to um, Buddhism. Like, there's a the older form of Buddhism. You usually call it Theravada Buddhism, which means, like, the tradition of the elders. But it used to be called Hinayana Buddhism, which means the lesser vehicle. Huh. And that was opposed to the more modern, not more modern, but more recent version, which is Mahayana, which means the greater vehicle. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it was supposed to be like derogatory to call them Hinayana because that's like saying, you know, you guys are dumb and cute and little. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so now you're supposed to say Theravada, which is pointing to the fact that they were, you know, the older tradition. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why you shouldn't say minority anymore because you don't want to call people out as the, I don't know, the lesser tradition somehow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm I, I'm familiar with, like, person of color, the, the POC acronym, because, um, what? So, when I was in high school, I, uh, I was in the Gay-Straight Alliance, and then we had, like, a, like, kind of, like, a big brother, big sister program with, like, some of the students at, I think it was SDSU or UC, it was UCSD, and it was called, uh, QPOC, and it was, like, the queer people of color, so I, I had, you know, like, my big gay Filipino sister <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> but yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so I had po I posted a thing earlier today on Facebook, and it was like, oh, like, how did we meet? And she was like, oh, like, gay. <laughs> she said something about, like, gay, like, the, like, the gay, like, big, big sister club or whatever. And I was like, oh, good, I'm glad you remember, because I don't, like, I have so many people on my Facebook that I don't even remember, like, how I even know them or or just like just really random people that have stayed on over the years like I used to listen to like financial aid podcast back in like 11th grade and the guy who hosted it like is still on my friends list and obviously like we're both so far away from <laughs> those times and <laughs> and I I I I hope he's not in any like you know student debt or whatever but <laughs> But yeah, like I still have him on my friends list, and it's weird. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I have I have tons of people on my friends list that like I don't I have no idea who they are. <laughs> <laughs>
I assume I've met them somehow. When, like, creepy old men want to friend me, I generally say no. Oh, yeah, no. That's that's weird. <laughs> so I don't have them. They've, like, I've had so many sugar daddies come after me on Instagram. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't understand. My Instagram has pictures of, like, me and my boyfriend and, like, looking happy like we're not not obviously in trouble and like some of them like give me the details they're like telling me exactly how much they're gonna pay me a week (laughs) i'm just like okay well when my phd doesn't work out i'll come back around (laughs) yes Yeah, <laughs> I just don't. Sometimes I like wonder, like, how did they find me? Like, is my face somewhere up on the internet saying, like, plausible candidate for sugar daddy? <laughs> what hashtags do you use? Because that's the only re- like. I mean, I don't think I like. I don't typically go around searching specific names, but I'll like search for hashtags and see what comes up. <laughs> I mean, I maybe because occasionally I use like hashtags about being fat. Oh, okay. And maybe these sugar daddies are into fat women. That's got to be a thing. That's definitely a thing. (laughs) (laughs) On my personal account, I don't use hashtags very much. I use it a lot more on my professional account, but I have not yet gotten sugar daddies on my professional account. (laughs) Oh, okay. Also, no pictures of me. There's just my face and stories, so maybe that helps. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Instagram's like a weird world. I keep trying to get into it, and I just can't. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about a lot of other spaces on the internet. Like Instagram's one I've kind of gotten under control. I forbid myself from getting involved in Twitter. <laughs> I will just fall into that hole so hard. <laughs> I I had a Twitter back when it first started, like when we were in high school, and then it just felt weird. And then I stopped, and then I started back up recently when I was trying to avoid Facebook. And, and I was talking to Anastasia, and she was like, "Why would you do that? You like you traded like." uh like a meth for it's like trading meth for some other drug i don't know what she said i don't know the different drugs but (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah i mean i i still couldn't really get into twitter but um yeah i mean it's because i don't have followers and for a while like i i was i i was tweeting because i didn't have followers there's something freeing about like knowing people aren't gonna read your shit <laughs> like so, like when we had zanga back in middle school like yeah. i would just write and i like i was like nobody's gonna read this this is fine <laughs> yeah i did that with zanga i did it with live journal too yeah yeah just nobody <laughs> fucking cares about this it's, t- it's fine it's so fine <laughs> <laughs> but now i i mean i like Instagram because it creates some community like Facebook does but not so much community like Facebook does oh like yeah that that's it's like a double-edged sword like I don't want to be on Facebook that much and I tried to leave Facebook several times but I'm just part of so many different like groups that I feel like are helpful to me so I just don't know what to do and I've thought of doing like uh maybe I'll just do Facebook every Sunday thing and that just never works out (laughs) yeah I mean there's a lot of good questions here about like should you find a way like the the healthiest way you can to do the thing that you naturally want to do or should you force yourself to do something that you think overall is better for you right yeah but I mean, I've 
I've had moments where I thought about giving up social media, but at the end of the day, I've, I've decided that the way I use social media, I usually like, I share a lot of what's happening to me and it's in a kind of controlled way. And a lot of like my childhood and stuff, the name of the game was like, don't talk about it. So <laughs> now I'm into let's talk about it publicly to stranger. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the, the natural progression. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like therapeutic value for me. And sometimes it's bad. Like I've been trying to grow my business, um, Instagram and my most recent trick is to try to harvest people. Yeah. So like, I'll go to a post that is under a common hashtag that I use like a popular one and I'll scroll through the comments and I'll just go to people's pages and I'll like their first three images, unless it's like super sexist or homophobic or yeah. <laughs> There is a bar to what I'll like. <laughs> and then, like, if I do that to 50 people, probably, like, 10 of them will follow me. Yeah, okay. So, it's not, I mean, assuming I'm looking at the right hashtag, it doesn't always work. But if I'm, if I'm on the right content, it seems to be helping. But it is so damn time-consuming. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to just, well, because it's just on my phone and, like, I use my personal account pretty differently than I use my business account, but like yeah. they're kind of in the same space. So I'll be like, Oh, I'm relaxing on Instagram and I'll find myself doing like tedious kind of business work to try to get some of the people so that I can make the money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then it can be like really bad because like this week on my on my business account, which is at Empowerment Through Thought, you should go follow it. But <laughs> <it's>, nice plug. <laughs> I like did this series where like this this week I've just been totally dead. My personal life is like in, in shambles, so I was trying to be dead and just let myself be dead this weekend. And instead of that, on Sunday I was like, I have a brand new idea. I need to share with the world. <laughs> <laughs> so I like created a new thing like the old thing is called gray rock and my thing is called compassionate stone and my thing is way better than the old thing <laughs> <laughs> so I like that you know I spent like three hours and I created all my Instagram content for the week and I wrote my captions and like I've just been like so obsessive over like how many people liked it. Like, am I getting followers from it? So this was the first time I really like came up with an idea for my business to share. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's gotten, it's gotten decent traction, I think, but I, I've, I'm not sure that any number of likes or whatever was going to be really satisfying because of the amount of work that I put into the thing. Yeah. So I don't, even in the best of times, it's not satisfying in the way I want it to be. And then like you look around and you're like, that guy spent three minutes thinking of that post. Like that post <laughs> was like written in his text messages and like he screenshotted it and put it on Instagram and it's got like 7,000 likes. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I think it takes time to get to that level, though. I mean, I think that's what I've learned with, like, my, with my, like, Facebook page. I just, like, now I have over 500 followers, and I never, like, I never thought I would get there, and I've just been posting memes. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I, I've just devolved into a meme page, but... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like I'll plug something useful in there one day, I guess. I like I got out like one or two new blog posts since I've had all those followers. I don't know who actually reads my stuff, but you know, it's there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been thinking. I haven't done much like blogging, and like I'm kind of torn between the like take the stuff to Medium or like a platform that pre-exists and like use my own website as the like the home for all that stuff and like. The problem is I'm used to writing like philosophy for for my degree and like that is so freaking hard. Like it's really time consuming and demanding to write philosophy. It's like one of the most unpleasant things a human being can do to themselves. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like hesitant to start writing for like the business things because I feel like I'm going to devote that level of energy to the thing and Mm -hmm. It's important to show up and do a good job, but if I try to, like, write a blog post every day at that level, I think I might just die. <laughs> that That's how I felt, too, when, uh, when, when I, when I did the, the One Funnel Away Challenge, and they were like, you should be publishing every day, and I was like, like, hell, like, I can hardly publish every week or month or whatever. Did you, did you finish up, uh, OFA, by the way? Um, it finished. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I gave up when it wanted me to start building the funnel because I was like (laughs) I I don't want to produce something quick I want to produce something good right yeah Um, I'm I'm not desperate to make money right this second and I'm trying to do like you know I'm trying to pull together a lot of different things with my business like different aspects of my life and It just seemed like ridiculous to hustle because I could like I felt like I could do it, but it just seemed unnecessary. And I didn't like I'm pretty sure Kanjabi is going to be better for me than ClickFunnels. Okay, yeah, <laughs> um, because I think the main thing I want to do is sell courses since I'm like a teacher normally. That kind of makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kanjabi seems to be better for that but it's more expensive so I just didn't want to build a funnel in the click funnels thing and then have it you know go to waste because I wasn't going to pay for click funnels right yeah I mean it was a good like overview for what I wanted to do but I mean I didn't like build a like funnel or a product in it either I'm just kind of I I think (laughs) do you remember the underpants gnomes from South Park yes yes I do (laughs) yeah so I came across um, this blog post um like shoot like seven years ago about like being an underpants gnome and like you like you go around and you collect all this information and it just sits there like in a pile and you don't do anything with it and you know step three profit (laughs) so I think I think I'm still doing a little bit of that I'm still going around collecting underpants and click click funnels was like the one funnel away challenge was like like a really nice underpants but (laughs) but I think it's still it's still just gonna sit there (laughs) yeah I mean I did end up buying one expensive thing from click funnels did you was it funnel scripts (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was funnel scripts. And the main reason is because I write like a fucking academic. 
Okay. Like, no one wants to read that. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I don't want to go learn another style of writing. So, like, I don't particularly love the products of ClickFunnels, or not ClickFunnels, the um, funnel scripts. But yeah. it's, like, a really good starting point, and it, it naturally breaks me away from the kind of writing I usually do. Yeah, so. yeah. If you want any scripts written, <laughs> I got the goods. <laughs> but it was just, I don't know. I, I liked doing the one funnel way. Like, I still feel like I would recommend it. But yeah. I think a lot of the value was kind of seeing what the process overall was, like, what it could be like. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> so worth it but I just I just completely stopped like I went from being super dedicated to doing it every day making sure I was checking all the boxes to one day like discovering what Kanjabi was and was just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think um that last week or two of OFA it was just like I don't know yeah I was just having like a really bad like time personally like I had like a lot of things going on I just kind of dropped it <laughs> like yeah but yeah you know I was similar I don't I don't remember my life has been on like high octane chaos lately <laughs> so yeah I don't remember I mean it's just 2020 but like <laughs> I feel like it picked up a bit <laughs> yeah um, for example I have to teach for two hours tomorrow and I haven't listened to any of the lectures <laughs> I got a, I had like this deadline that was crushing my soul um, today because like the, I'm supposed to write this thing. You know, academics don't get paid to write nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like freaking volunteer work. And I'm like writing, I'm supposed to write this like critical essay, which is like you explain a little bit like this guy said this thing. And then you're like, here's a reason he's wrong. And here's another reason he's wrong yeah <laughs> and like it was due the 15th okay but I was like mm, someone died this week and then he was like next week and he was like hey got anything for me and I was like my school switched to online in 24 hours leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like he checked in at the beginning of this week and I was like um, yeah, it's on the top of the list like you should get it by Wednesday but if not you should get it by Friday for sure and then yesterday, he sent me this super threatening email that was like, if you don't get it to me by noon on Friday, you're not going to be included. <laughs> and I was like, wait, let's back it up. You're not going to have my content to populate your thing. <laughs> That's what's going to happen because this is freaking free labor. But the academy right. functions largely on bullying and free labor. So here we are. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> but I manically completed it today and I sent it off like an hour and a half ago. So we're done with that forever. I don't know if I'm ever going to volunteer for any additional work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just thought it would be easy and it, it wasn't, you know, philosophy is soul crushingly difficult. Like it's not. Right. Like, to do it at the academic level, to, like, be a philosopher is not nearly as demanding as, like, to be an academic philosopher. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, yeah, I have something that I was, like, designing for this uh, Facebook group that I'm in called, like, the first class hot mess and we're like I was doing like a logo and then last week I was like oh yeah I'll have this done by like tomorrow and it's been a week and uh, like they haven't like asked me about it and I just I'm not volunteering any information because <laughs> I just I mean I just haven't felt like it and it's like it's a it's just like a fun like side thing that we're doing anyway we're, we're trying to do like t-shirts but um yeah, I feel bad. I guess I'll do that after we're after we're done with this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're not getting paid, like, no, you no. want to do it, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that, like, I just, I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm inclined to be a perfectionist, and having somebody come down so hard on me about like, and like at this point, I've wasted a lot of time trying to work on the thing. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's not. You know, it's a fallacy to think that just because you put a bunch of time into something, you need to complete it. But I would have been, like, frustrated as hell if, like, after all of this crap, we didn't get to the point where it was, like, here's this thing. And it's supposed to go to, like, the author of the book that I'm criticizing. So, <laughs> and he's got to write a response. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it was not helping me get it done because then I was, like, oh, my God. And, like, this is a professor that I wanted to work with on my dissertation. And he freaking ghosted me. <laughs> oh, no. So... What in my mind when I agreed to do this, I was like, perfect, you're gonna be able to like go to his face because we, we were supposed to meet at a conference, which is now all virtual, anyways. But you're gonna go to his face and tell him why he's wrong and he sucks, and he's gonna be like, man, I wish I didn't ghost her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's not in the end. I agreed with a lot of things he said, which was super annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I did not want that outcome, but there we are. It exists. Yeah. So <laughs> that was stressful, but that's one reason I have not prepared at all for my teaching tomorrow. But it's fine. It's a pandemic. My student's distracted. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Oh, how's uh, how's thing? Oh, uh, sorry. Go go ahead. <laughs> Sound like you had a better thought than me. Go for it. Oh no, I think I was just gonna ask how th how things are going with the new house. <laughs> oh yeah, the house is is coming along. Some we got a uh, carpet for the living room, which we desperately needed. It's a ruggable carpet, which is oh, I love not, ruggable. What? It's not sponsored, but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty good. It's not very like fluffy but we have hardwood floors which i know everyone's supposed to be like hardwood floors are amazing but like i feel like they're pinching me all the time <laughs> like there's pieces of wood and they're like cracks <laughs> so that's a new one okay <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't understand why we're so excited about it, but I didn't get the house because the floors, my partner really likes the floors, but nope. So we got a carpet, which means I can like have my feet not in my shoes, which I've just been wearing my flip-flops around the house. Oh, I wear Crocs around the house, nice. but that's like a different story. I was, I, I was talking to that about my therapist. <laughs> I, I was talking about, ugh. I was talking about that with my therapist yesterday too. And, um, 
I was like, because she was asking if she, uh, if I had like a sensory disorder or whatever, because I told her about how much I hate being on the phone. <laughs> There's other reasons why I hate being on the phone, but maybe sensory is like part of it. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I definitely think I have like something going on because I can't stand to be barefoot. Like it's, it's really upsetting to be barefoot for me. <laughs> that's fair I do not like being barefoot in my house (laughs) yeah (laughs) but I think my life improved considerably when we got this carpet and we've already like thrown a bunch of crap like we're adults I don't have any kids I don't even have a pet but like there's a bunch of crap in the carpet (laughs) (laughs) we just don't take care of ourselves or our environment so I'm really excited to try throwing it in the washing machine yeah yeah that's that's the best part. <laughs> I had like a small ruggable that I bought like on impulse because I saw it at the at the store and I was like, this is great. Let me get a bigger one. And then I was like, these are really expensive for bigger ones. Let me just not. And, then, and it took me a few years to get around to like buying an, another one. But I don't know. They're, they're, I don't know. But I mean, they're nice. They're, they're, they're nice. But like, it's like the most expensive thing that my dog has pooped on, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so <Yeah>. far. <laughs> I think we bought two of them. We The other one's been delivered, but we have to like rebuild some stuff in the bedroom. because It's supposed to go in the bedroom, but we have this really flimsy ass closet made thing that does not work well. And I need to install some brackets in it so it doesn't completely fall apart when we try to move it. Yeah. But, so we haven't put the other one in there, but those two carpets are more expensive than, like, any other thing, like, we've we've put into the house. So I've been doing mostly secondhand. Like, we need to buy some furniture, and we've been doing secondhand. We do Ikea. I think our couch set, because my partner bought it new, but the floor model, so, like, kind of discounted. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was more expensive than the carpets, but, like... Otherwise, all of our stuff is really cheap. Like, those <laughs> are so, so expensive. Yeah. But, I mean, if, you know, they work. They're good. I don't want to pay somebody to, like, clean the carpet or, like, I don't want to use the machine. So this is better. <laughs> right. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of the furniture in my first house was, was Ikea. I was telling my friend this morning about how, like, I had a makeshift kitchen island that I made out of uh five dollar ikea tables it was great i mean it was functional it didn't look great but it was functional (laughs) i mean sometimes that's what you need (laughs) (laughs) but yeah this has been my uh preferred coping mechanism i'm trying out a new fun coping mechanism against my will i do not want to do this but um (laughs) the level of shit in my life has just exceeded any of my ability to face shit in my life so i am now just trying to escape 100 (laughs) percent running away from all of my problems and my favorite tool in this pursuit is facebook marketplace <laughs> yes so i am like i set my thing to be within 60 miles so <laughs> we live to like you know we one day we drove like deep to the what is that to the west of our city like 45 minutes to the west and then like 25 minutes north and then we like came back on like a diagonal like we're driving crazy far to spend five minutes to pick up a bench (laughs) (laughs) i mean sometimes it's just what you gotta do like i mean i drive like really 
I mean, not really far, like, in East County, but I, like, I'll drive up to, like, Julian just, you know, for funsies. Like, I'm not, I, I don't even, like, buy anything. I mean, like, the last time I did that, I was like, oh, well, I might as well get some hard cider while I'm here. <laughs> I came home <laughs> with, like, one bottle of hard cider. <laughs> I just... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm used to, like, driving for funsies, although I haven't done that much in the pandemic because my... I mean, I, I, I live in a relatively liberal part of my state, but in general, it's very conservative in any direction except north. Yeah. I live close to Michigan, and Michigan's a little bit more, um, cons- or a little more liberal, but yeah, I'm, I'm like, been scared to go to the other places because they have, you know, they have protesters out with a saying, like, you know, masks are against God's will. <laughs> like, jeez. <laughs> also yesterday I was out in um there's a city near us that like my partner needed to go for his work because he he helps create bus systems and we needed to practice driving the, the bus thing mm-hmm. and we popped into Target because we had some ice cream that we wanted to get home and <laughs> so we had to buy like ice cream. <laughs> so but like in that experience I think the number one problematic population in terms of masks was the Amish really like none of them were wearing the masks correctly some people had it down on their chin um some gentlemen were like had it down and were speaking loudly (laughs) to each other (laughs) and then there was like one older Amish woman who just didn't even have a mask on her face like it's required in Target to have a mask and she didn't yeah. have one out. She wasn't even trying. And, like, I was freaking booking it through Target, like, <laughs> trying to dodge the Amish and just, like... <laughs> uh, so, dodge the Amish. That'd be a good, like, little, like, side-scroller video game. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, we when we stopped to get ice cream, we would, like... Usually, we would not go to this place. It's very famous because it, it makes, um like handmade ice cream yeah it's only seasonal here because right i live in the midwest so seasons um and it's it's like the staff is inside in an air-conditioned place but then the line is always outside Mm -hmm. and there's no seating or anything like that so usually there's a long queue and uh midwesterners don't really understand what six feet is and like they (laughs) <laughs> good number at least of the people around me don't understand how to use a mask properly or they deny that you need a mask at all so yeah. we just completely lucked out because when we drove by the the line was super dead so we like i like made a really abrupt u-turn on like a relatively busy street like got into the parking lot <laughs> in a parking space like ran out and managed to get the ice cream very quickly and then we ran back in and like while we were sitting in our car um, there was probably like 10 Amish people that pulled up on their bicycles <laughs> and, like none of them were wearing masks. And I was like, they're bicycling. It's okay. Like exercise makes masks hard, maybe. And <laughs> like, they're, they're going to put it on as soon as they get in the line. I'm sure. And like, not a soul put their Like, I don't think they had masks. Like, I just think they're committed to, you know, Jesus is going to protect me. <laughs> so that well, was, that was 
connected. Aren't you supposed to like love thy neighbor or something, something? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad they at least know about masks because I remember at the beginning of this whole thing, there's that meme that was like, oh my God, I just remembered the Amish. Has anyone told the Amish? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I know a little bit about the, how the Amish are generally organized, and it's like, there isn't, like, one thing Amish people do. It's, like, the bishop, like, the person in charge of the area has a lot of say about, like, how much the local Amish people can interact with technology and how much they can, like, you know, enjoy time in non-Amish settings. Mm-hmm. But my instinct is that the the bishop in that area, at least, has said you don't need a mask, or maybe even stronger, you shouldn't wear a mask. Oh, oh so. yeah, that's that's problematic. Yeah, I mean, in my city, we don't tend to have very many Amish people because we're we're more urban um, than the city my partner's bus runs in, mm-hmm. and so I haven't, I just haven't been around the Amish very much in the pandemic, but. Um, my instinct now is to avoid them, <laughs> if possible. <laughs> there you have it. That's that's life. In, I live in Indiana, so that's life in Indiana at the moment. Dodging the Amish, <laughs> going to school independently of how safe or absolutely nonsensical that choice is. <laughs> Well, we're headed towards the end of an hour. Yeah, I was going to say, how long did we want this to be? Is, are we going for an hour? I yeah, think. I feel like an hour is a good length. Because like, that'll give me like plenty of stuff to try to play with or whatever the hell I'm trying to do next. <laughs> yeah. Um. Shoot. Yeah, so there's this, Um. I don't know if you've ever heard of like Jocko Wilnick or link or whatever he he's like a retired navy seal and he has like some popular podcast i tried to listen to one of his but i realized it was four hours long and i was like you know how like how self-centered do you have to be to have a four hour long podcast and expect people to listen to you that whole time wow yeah <laughs> but but maybe i mean like i don't know i mean i guess you could pause it and come back to it later but i just i, I couldn't imagine having like a four hour long like podcast it's like insane <laughs> yeah that sounds exhausting too to like man like if you had to edit or something you're like yeah <laughs> that's like a massive file like that sounds unpleasant yeah <laughs> but I mean I'm not a big podcast consumer myself I've been trying to do a little bit more but mm-hmm. I I enjoy talking and <laughs> <laughs> this yeah I've, sur- I've gotten surprisingly better at talking since we were kids so <laughs> I, i'm gonna confirm that that is that is true <laughs> 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 so it's good um but this is definitely the first ride should we should we confirm what our podcast should be called uh yeah sure yeah like what, like what we were talking, we were thinking about what sailor and a philosopher walk into a bar, or should we just keep it like sailor and a philosopher? Or I'm not drunk. Are you drunk? <laughs> I mean, I drank some whiskey while we talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, can you can you hear me? Yeah, I can still. Hear okay, you. I I accidentally hit the mute button on my mic. Um, 
I drank, I drank this morning because I was, um, shoot, it was, like, my friend's birthday, so we decided to have some, like, hard seltzers or whatever, and, um, I don't, like, I don't know, I guess I haven't drank in a while, so that just, like, it, like, it made me, like, I don't know, just really tired, and I woke up with a headache, so I just, I haven't been, I've been drinking water while we've been talking. <laughs> well, it sounds like you needed that water, so that sounds yeah. like a good choice. <laughs> but. But, I mean, a sailor and a philosopher walk into a bar doesn't have to necessarily mean we're always drunk. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but do you think it's too long? <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I don't know enough about podcasts. I mean, we could just call it a sailor and a philosopher. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen, I've seen some longer titles out there, so I don't think it would be too big a deal, but. You think should we should it be sailor or veteran? What what's gonna have the bigger audience base? I think sailor. Okay. Like, yeah. Let's do sailor. That sounds good. And then, how do you like? Do you distribute podcasts somewhere? <laughs> yeah. So I use. Um, oh, should we just stop recording now? <laughs> yeah. We'll do that. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We release a new podcast episode every week and be sure to check us out on social media. Louise is at empowerment through thoughts on uh, Instagram and on Facebook, and you can find Beta at to go ashore. Thanks.